What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to the bullpen. A little different voice here. Uh, Les couldn't make it today, so I'm stepping in. I'm Susan Vogler, um, his wife, um, and uh, Vogler Semen Center, Nebraska Bull Service, and Vogler Cattle. Um, I'll just give a quick mention here of the websites, which is VoglerSemen.com, NebraskaBullService.com. And VoglerCattle.com. That's a little redundant, I guess. But anyway, it's easy. I just want to make a mention here that um, be sure to visit our booth at the Cattleman's Classic. And um, they're going to sponsor Pancake Feed on Thursday, the February 20th. So you want to make sure and hit that. So with me today... um, I have Julie Starnes. She's of Good Decision Dog Training. And um, JT yes. from Parkville Media, Yes, where we're sitting today. <laughs> and we're going to talk about dog training. Um, Julie has been doing this quite a while, and actually she trained both my dog and JT's. Yeah. Um, I have a 72-pound golden doodle who, when I took her over, well, I had actually had two golden doodles at that time. Um, she was just out of control and um, <laughs> was actually more work than what I nodded, needed. How old, how old was she when you took her in? Gosh, what, she eight? No, she was like over 12 weeks. Oh, yeah. So she's a youngster. 12 oh, yeah. weeks. But she was, was she, how big was she at 12 weeks? Oh, gosh. She's pretty good size. Pretty good size. Yeah. Nowhere near now, but, you know. That's right. crazy. Pretty good size. Jack's a German Shepherd, and Jack was at 12 weeks. He was about 15 pounds. Yeah, I'm thinking. Weeks. I'm thinking. Yeah. Actually, these kids were in their twenties. Yeah, twenty pounds. Wow. But, yep. But I found that I just um, wasn't enjoying them. Um, <laughs> you know, it was more work. I hear that a lot. Than, <laughs> and I was regretting, actually regretting getting them. So um, Julie did an awesome job, and wanted to invite her here today just to talk about dog training and her business. So Julie, you want to just maybe. Give a little bit of your background. Wow. We don't have a whole lot of time. We got so all the time I'll, in I'll, the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just well, roll with it. I'll, I'll, I'll roll with it. <laughs> so uh, I've been working with animals, gosh, going on 40 years now. I grew up on a farm, um, worked on a ranch, and uh, ran the Ashland Dog Pound for eight years and never knew from day to day what I was going to walk into each day. Different dog. Could be no dogs. Could be eight dogs. Um, I've worked at a vet clinic. I worked at a boarding facility. Um, never really though thought that dog training could be a legit career. And my mom would agree. She would have agreed to that. 
<laughs> a lot. Moms are always so supportive, right? Why don't you get a real job? Okay, I was just going to say, when are you getting a real job? I can so, hear it. I, I pursued a lot of different avenues, real estate, worked in accounting, yada, yada, yada. I'm not real good at sitting behind a desk. Um, so bit the bullet about, shoot, I think we're going on five years now with wow. good decisions. Um, just, you know, with my dad's encouragement, went ahead and did it and How'd you do in. it? How did you, how'd you get there? I mean, it's like you already have a natural rapport you know what I mean? And it, that, that's obvious, but how'd you choose who was going to teach you? Well, that's, that's the thing. Um, because of all of my hands-on experience and I, I think the dog pound was the best because I had to dive in and there wasn't anybody there saying, okay, Julie, you need to do this. You need to do that. <laughs> it was just instinct and it was just get it done and, you know, work with these dogs. And hands-on experience has been the best teacher for me. After I started my business, I did seek out some mentors that have been doing training for quite some time. And I'll give a shout out to Tori Smith and Jeff Gelman and Sean O'Shea. Um, they, they are rock stars. And they not only mentored me in dog training, but in business and life and be prepared for what may come your way. Right. Um, you know, and that kind of thing. So it was really just hands on. Where each one, each one of those are like really well known in their own right. Absolutely, um, they got huge followings on Facebook, yes. etc. Um, so I'm sure it, it, getting that connection with them was that hard. Getting, you know, like, it, it, it's funny because hello, <laughs> <laughs> look at me over here. <laughs> it, the funny thing about it is. Um, it's like with anything, I feel continuing education is important. Right. So I started my business, but then I knew I wanted to continue growing and, and learning. So I reached out to Tori Smith, um, and she's in Florida, and she had never had anybody shadow her before. And I asked if I could come to Florida and shadow her. And what I found out later was that she was incredibly nervous about it because she hadn't had done that before. But she said, and it, oh, this always stick with me. She said from reading my emails, um, she liked the way that I wrote, used punctuation, <laughs> and really like I didn't abbreviate and slang it. Um, she my didn't mom's know your an mom English though, teacher, say. man. I was gonna right. say, you know, you don't, you don't <laughs> put stuff out there that your mom would critique the hell Especially out of. Especially Mrs. Starnes. Exactly. <laughs> So I uh, went to Florida and spent a few days with, with Tori. And then um, she uh, turned me on to Jeff Gelman and then Sean O'Shea. And then I went to Providence, Rhode Island for T3, which is Train the Trainers, which is Tori, Jeff, and Sean all combined together Wow! for a solid week of intense working dogs, talking dogs, talking business, websites, all the stuff. And... Um, then I did a couple of years ago, went to California and shadowed just Sean O'Shea and his team. And he's got an amazing dog training team. And I'll tell you, Jeff and Sean get some of the toughest of the tough dogs, toughest dogs, um, dogs that other trainers have either tried to work with and failed or simply will not work with at all. Mm. And, you know, I'm kind of in the middle with that. I, I've had some dogs that are super tough, had to be in muzzle for a few days before it was safe. Um, but, uh, not nowhere near the caliber, but, um, they also get some cupcakes in too, which is fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what exactly, um, can you just kind of break down your services? Because I know you do, you know, the boarding and training and 
other things? Yes. So primarily, I do board and trains. And when I started, I was, let's please everyone. Let's run everywhere. And my first year, gosh, I, it was over 16,000 miles I put on my vehicle, which may not sound like a lot, but when it's simply traveling to dog training sessions, yeah, it really is. It's, it's a lot. So um, I was working with rescues and I was working with, you know, I, just you name it, and hustling. Hustle was my middle name. <laughs> and I got, I got tired. I mean, because I was running. And then I I made the shift because I feel like board and trains, I can do such an in-depth, intensive training during those two weeks where I see things in dogs that maybe their owners don't even see sure, because they're with me. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a facility that I lock up at 5 o'clock and go home. I mean, these dogs are with me 24-7, right. and they don't sneeze without my knowing. <laughs> I mean, um, so I shifted into board and trains, and I, I think there's such value in a board and train. Right. And I do still do home sessions. I do a lot of sessions one-on-one at my house because, like, um, you and I talked on the way up, a lot of dogs I work with are super reactive to other dogs or aggressive towards other dogs. I can pull out my personal dog's and work with them with, with the dog with the owners present so they can see how we how we work through those things. Sure. What is the biggest mistake you think dog owners make? Which I'm uh, sure I've done. You know done. what? And I'm I this is probably going to guys say piss off. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Oh, you can sure. us, as a matter of fact. You can, okay. you can do it oh, well then. <laughs> so I I I think and and this it this is coming from emotion and I know I know people want to love their dog but they love them in the wrong ways too much affection too much freedom too much you know thinking their dog wants something and just giving them everything right like assigning feelings to them exactly assigning human traits exactly it's too humanized Mm -hmm. And instead of loving them by being their leader um, and showing them, you know, boundaries and rules and structure and all of those things that aren't maybe so much fun in the beginning, they're, they're maybe overcompensating with all kinds of love and affection. Oop, sounds like me. I know um, that my dog gets more kisses than my husband does. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'll kiss on a dog all day long, but oh, I'll yeah. tell you first, they, oh, better, yeah. they better, they better, you know, do their sits and their downs and their place command and, yeah, you know, right. do the stuff. It's 50, 50. Um, initially when I get a dog in though, there's no affection. Um, yeah. Because people don't send their dogs to me because it's doggy Disneyland. <laughs> it's work. Right. And I have to detach myself emotionally from yeah you know i think a lot of people make a mistake too like when their dog does something wrong or um is is angry and they try to calm them yeah and so they're they're rewarding bad behavior without realizing that's what they're doing absolutely they're absolutely. like it's okay baby it's okay don't yes. worry don't worry and they're sitting there with all the hair standing up in the middle of their back because they're <laughs> yeah they want to yeah. get somebody and and right then yeah. you're reinforcing that the dog will continue whatever behavior that that it is either if it's aggression or it's frightened 
dogs get frightened by thunderstorms or firecrackers okay. or, or whatever. Okay. And you yeah. coddle and you, 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 you pet and you say, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you're like, I'll do that more. Exactly. Cause look <laughs> at all the attention I'm getting. So I, I think that's the biggest thing. Well, and I have to confess that with previous dogs, I was kind of old school, if you will. And my, kind of, I don't want to say hard, but would kind of snap, slap them on the nose mm -hmm. or do the rolled up newspaper. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, after the training that I've seen you do, that doesn't work. Well, the owners get trained too when they, when they go exactly. to good decisions. That's oh, the exactly. Thing. You really are getting a two for one deal. Yep. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you really are. And, and it's important because the two go hand in hand. Now I could train a dog all day long. Um, but if the owners don't understand how to implement that training and follow through with that training, it's all going to go in the ditch. Right. So, Well, I was amazed when Lucy, my dog, came home and um, she sat down and made eye contact with me. I'm like, whoa, this I is still really have the picture. I do, too. And that, it's, it is too. awesome, you <laughs> yeah. know. And you told me the commands, and she was just doing them. I mean, she was on yeah. it. Mm -hmm. um, I did learn that you have to continue it. And I'm thinking that might be another mistake that owners do is, is the dog uh, is trained, and then they think that just sticks forever. Mm -hmm. But I know that what I've learned, if I slip up and, and don't stay on it, it's um, it's true. It's just like because, a, um, yeah. we've talked about this, like in the in the terms of an athlete. Athletes know exactly how they're supposed to do things, but you know what? They have coaches. Tiger Woods has a coach. Yeah, he still has to practice. Absolutely, he still has training. Right. And so you know the best football players, they still have training, and so you still have to train yourself in the same way with the dog. It's mm -hmm. it is. It's easy to get lackadaisical and just kind of like, but then you'll pay the price. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and you know initially when I send a dog home from a board and train, I do ask for thirty days to really mimic what the dog has done during the board and train with me. And, you know, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a part of life. It isn't so much, oh, my gosh, this is so much work and I have to do that. It's just like, hey, hey, this is what we're doing today, you know. And it becomes easier because it is just a part of life. Well, I know. I I really enjoy my dog a lot more now, and this might sound kind of weird, but it brought us closer. Yeah. You know, because, <laughs> because she listens to me. And what person that adores their dog hasn't ever thought, you know, I wish I could talk to my dog. Mm -hmm. It's like I am talking to my dog, mm -hmm. and she recognizes what I say. Right. So it takes away some of their anxiety. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I don't know what you want. I that's, don't know what you want. That's what it's all about. But then you say, you know, like the, the place, place, Jack loves place. Yeah. Jack and was a place rock star. He, he was like, <laughs> you know, I say place, he's like, okay. And he just goes in and it lays down and he's asleep like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> it's so good for and him. And I have dogs that are, you know, if they had, if they could flip me the middle finger on their, their paw, <laughs> they, they would because they're like, this place is stupid. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to just lay here. And then we have to change the mindset of the dog to it's okay to be calm at times right? instead of running amok. <laughs> and I've, it's been a while, but I read, I read on Facebook somewhere, there was a, another trainer, another state, another atmosphere, whatever, um, said that the place command was the stupidest command you could ever teach a dog. Really? And I, I thought, cannot, you know, what? Obviously, they've never enjoyed it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, right? It's, it's like it lets him not worry about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And he just lays down, like I said, and he just goes to sleep because he's like, okay, cool. 
you know, yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. Right. I'm just going to lay down for a while. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and I don't have to worry about the cat. I don't have to worry about you. I'm not going to. Life is good. I'll chase the cat later, you know, and, and so everything's cool. But it is, it's the best thing because it just lets him, like you said, flip the switch. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I yeah. know too, when people come to my house and they see a 72 pound dog, which isn't the biggest dog, but um, it, it, I've had work through my dog that she's barking Barking at it, and it makes people uncomfortable. Right. I mean, it would me. But when I've done the place command, and, and I'm so proud. I'm like a proud yeah. mama when right. she just goes right down. I'm like, oh. Um, it calms her down. It almost like mm-hmm. it tells her, hey, these people are okay. They aren't going to hurt us. And obviously it makes the guests or whomever. I mean, we, I've done it outside with the UPS man. Yes. You know, um, it makes them feel a little bit more it comfortable. Does, and I think for probably for both. Yeah, it does for both. Because, yeah, your dog knows, okay, then we're cool. Mm-hmm. You're in charge. Okay. Right. And the guy knows, oh, awesome. Dog's yeah. not going crazy. It, and, and it is like when you take him out in public. Mm-hmm. Um, I, t- I try to take Jack at least once a week. Menards, Home Depot, Lowe's, Petco, anywhere, just anywhere, just any of those friendly places where you can take your, your animals. And it's amazing too, because everybody that works there, they're always, and they're very respectful. Good. They always are like, can I pet your dog? And it's like, nope, not today. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're working, you know, yep, that's we're what working. we're doing. We're working right now. Oh, okay. And, or the kids always, can I pet yeah. your dog? They always ask. I got to give them credit because I that's haven't had right. the way it should be. Cause it's like, you don't just touch my dog. Right. And, um, <laughs> but when you stop You're to in look my at, dog's right, face. this is his world. You don't get to reach in it. <laughs> right. And when I stop to look at something and he'll lay down mm-hmm. and he's just yeah. chill. And, and, and the beauty yeah. part is, is it, it, at least this is my, my thought. Nobody gets a dog to not be with them, you know, to be crammed in a basement or, you know, what you get a dog to have it be included in your life, but it's so nice when it's a respectful inclusion and you can enjoy it. And like you said, you can take your dog out to dog friendly places. The dog is with you. It's enjoyable for both of you. He gets to come out, jump in the truck. Let's go. Yeah. And he just, he just chills, lays down the back seat. He's like, cool. We're just going to go where we're going to go. Right. Instead of, oh, my dog's so out of control, I can't take it anywhere, not even to the vet. Yeah. That's not enjoyable. Right. It's not enjoyable for the owner Mm -mm. at all. It's stressful. (laughs) At all. You know, it's just like, oh. Um, So I have a question. I used to have a, uh, I think you call it a tweener, because it was in between, you know, the mini and the standard. Um, Anybody that's had a dachshund? And um, so my married name is German, so I can say this. Uh, probably knows that they're very stubborn. They don't give a crap what you want them to do. And um, Dachshund's um, attitude can go one way or the other. That's what I've seen. Either they're very friendly and they're awesome or they are vicious, you know. Um, what's the difference between training a little dog and a big dog. I, I've noticed you don't get a whole lot of little dogs. You know, it's funny, and and you're right. Um, I'm typically known as like the big dog trainer mm-hmm. lady, um, <laughs> and I love big dogs. Right, but the little dogs are fun because they're challenging. It's got to be because they get babied, babied, and and Bingo. it's like, oh, you're doing it wrong, and I just scoop him up because yep. I had oh, the, the miniature yep. palm. Yep, and anytime he did something wrong, I just pick him up. Yep. They they get picked up. They get put in purses. Yes. They get dressed up. 
they get free passes on a lot of stuff that big dogs don't. Right. So therein comes the challenge because they already kind of come in with an attitude <laughs> and look at me like, I don't care, lady. Right. Bring it because yeah. I, I got more sass than you do. So you have to make that mind shift with the littles. Um, and they, they probably are more challenging. They, they really can be. And, and what springs to mind is a little named Chunk. <laughs> I've Chunky, I've seen him on your Facebook page a lot. I've Love that him. dog to pieces, yes. but good gosh darn! <laughs> he ca- he came to me several years ago because he had sent two of his owners to the emergency room for biting the face. Oh my goodness! And again, because he was cute. I mean, he looks like a little Ewok. Yeah, they would put their face in his face, right? And boom, nobody likes that. No, and Chunk hate, hated oh. it. And oh, I tell you. The rounds and rounds and rounds he and I went when he when he came in for training. Um, if he weighed over a hundred pounds, he would have been considered a very dangerous dog. That I think that's the thing is that the the, the little dogs can get away with nipping yep. um, because it doesn't draw as much blood, right? And it's like comparatively, if my German Shepherd did the same thing, I'd be in the emergency room, exactly. right? And and they'll do the little nip, and it's like, oh, wait, stop that! People think it's you know? cute, yeah. Isn't well, it cute how that little two pound dog well, just bit me? Well, no, and, and, and <laughs> I used to have a medium sized dog that bit my boyfriend at that time, mm-hmm. which I think it was kind of like. <laughs> Supposed to, sign. supposed to happen. Like, so, like <laughs> so you're supposed to get out of here. Um, and pulled on his lip and he had to go in and get stitches. Well, emergency room, I'm all paranoid. Don't tell him it's my dog. Don't tell him it's my dog. Because I was worried, you know, mm. they would call somebody, you know, and all that. But yeah. Uh, it was, no, it's true, though, because people do. They get in their face, and you get it. Would you like to wear a tutu today? Yeah. Oh. You know I can say one. Can I just say I never dress my dog. Oh, you know, okay, no, okay. No. <laughs> just want to no. make that perfectly clear. So, so I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I really don't. I like coats. Coats. Okay. And, and you know, Nebraska winters are brutal, and you got a dog that doesn't have much hair. We've got to help him out a little bit. Um, so I'm, I'm for the coats. Now, I will uh, put like things on Nala's head. I've seen because she just. The look on her face, and everybody's like, she looks so sad. <laughs> That's Nala's camera face. <laughs> Off camera, that dog is. Loves it. She, she does. But, and I just did last night um, a boxer named Kramer. I put different hats on okay. him. Because so we discovered it on his board and train, Lily actually, we were Tractor Supply, and I ran to the restroom, and I come out, and they're just having a hat. Like trying on hats. Trying on all these hats. (laughs) And Kramer just sat there. So yesterday I I put some hats on Kramer. Now, it's cute and all of that, but it's also a training moment. Can that dog sit still with something on their head? Sure. Now, even further, some dogs that get injured have to wear the cone of shame. And they fight it. Yeah. If they're used to having something on them and lying still like on place... If they should ever need the cone of shame or something like that, they'll be more accepting of it. So there is a method to my madness. This it is isn't true. just Julie's just lost her bonk right? in mind. <laughs> no. no, Jack had, um, because he plays and, and he plays like a puppy and he's playing with other big dogs and he got nipped on the side mm-hmm. and it tore just a little bit. So he yes. had to have the stitches, remember? So he had, we used uh, the, the pillow-like circle that goes around his right. neck and he never fought it. Mm-mm. He never, he, and he'd lay on it and it's fine. It's like a pillow, but mm-hmm. he, we had the big cone on 
arm for a while, but he had trouble getting in and out of his crate. Yes. (laughs) Or doorways. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, and and that plays well with the place command. You know, my olive, uh, great Dane years ago, she's just stepped off the deck, which is, which is just was a short step and tweaked her back leg. And so she was gimped and I just put her on her place cot and put the ice pack on her leg and she just laid there with it on for the period of time it should have been on. Mm-hmm. Didn't fight it. Didn't care. Wow. So great. there are methods to my madness. Yes. It isn't, oh my God, Julie's <laughs> lost her flipping mind today. Just putting, but Kramer, the dog last night, I teased in my post that Kramer's grandpa is a big New York Yankees fan. He's not. In fact, this, this gentleman for years has teased me about being a Yankees fan. So I wanted to make sure that Kramer was wearing a New York Yankees cap. <laughs> and it looked really nice. <laughs> they did. Kramer, Kramer loved it. That was great. So when I brought my dog over, and I'm thinking it was five weeks of training. Is that your standard? Two. Two. Yeah. Now, we mm-hmm. might have gone three or maybe more with yours because yeah. there were two of them. Right. Well, we did them separately. Yeah, we did. I can't remember. I think. I'm thinking it was three. Yeah, I think it was three. But anyway, when the dog comes home, what commands, you know, what are the standard commands that a person could expect? Okay, we keep it really super simple because nobody wants to have to remember 50 commands and some in German and, you know, all that. <laughs> so it, your basic stuff is sit, down, place, recall, which means dog name, come, mm-hmm. Um you know, we add duration to those commands, to the sits, to the downs, and to the place, so the dog can stay there for periods of time without breaking. Yes and no. Um, and I think a lot of people confuse um, no, because if dog gets up on a couch and you want them to get down, we teach the dog no, that's not acceptable, instead of constantly saying down, down, down. Because when we say down, we want the dog to lie down. Lie down. Right. So there's like five or six. It's yeah. super, super simple. Yeah. But dogs always, oh, the out command. Out. That's the one. Out. That's what I was just oh, thinking. Yeah, the huge. and the out command. That's huge with my yeah. dog. I, yeah. The out command is priceless. It's and, tr- and, and I don't crazy. mind if people, you know, because you'll hear some people say, drop it, leave it, quit it, mm-hmm. whatever. Out. I find it so concise one and word. precise that dogs are like, she's serious now. Seriously, you pick up a Kleenex. Right, and it's and it's stuck on his tongue, and you're like out, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, I bad, but it's stuck, it's stuck. <laughs> but I caught him a couple of times, you know, with that. But the out, you're right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's so. Or he's got something in his mouth. I can't tell what it is. Yes, I can hear it. Like yep. he's on the teeth, and I'm like out. Because dogs will get a look on their face when they've got something in their mouth. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they don't know. I'm sure. Yep. And yep. you say out, and it's like, out comes this Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Living out in the country, you'd be amazed at the, face yeah. <laughs> the things they find. To, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and then my know, dog is a big sock. Big sock. Yes. Oh. Dirty, clean, whatever. Yeah. And she's she goes into stealth mode mm-hmm. that if I leave a clean load of laundry... Like I was telling you, and go back to load another one, and I've left the the clean laundry on the kitchen table because I'm going to fold it or whatever. Yeah. Three seconds, and seriously, I always I always know that she's taken something because I hear her jump on the couch. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. but so I'm um, going to go enjoy it for a minute. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how many socks. Well, and and actually, this is dangerous because. Yes. Um, before her training, she had gotten um, a hold of a pair of hose. Yeah, and they were just like the knee-high hose, and it got wrapped in her tense in, 
intestines. Yeah. Um, and in her stomach, and it was a two thousand dollar surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you know, so even worse, it could be death. It's just it could yeah, be right. deadly. That, that they had told me if I hadn't brought it in, she yeah. she yeah. wouldn't survive. So that's important too. It's not. It's not yeah. just that it's your not, stuff gets eaten, right? And right. that's annoying, but it's so dangerous for yeah, a dog. Absolutely. I've been really fortunate, not on wood. I mean, he has not messed with clothes or shoes. Yeah. I, when I first got him, he did. Uh, I had my favorite pair of flip flops, and they were expensive oh. because of my plantar fasciitis. I had my special <laughs> flip flops. Yes, I'm going to just reveal it all. <laughs> anyway, and they're awesome. They feel so good. But he destroyed them because they were super scrunchy and, oh, and soft. And fun. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, and so I didn't buy new ones until yep. I got him back from you. Yeah. And he's never touched. It's One time it was like out, yeah. and he's just like, okay, and that was it. There's another mistake people make, I feel, is if a dog <laughs> has an item in their mouth that they shouldn't, they go ahead and replace that item with another item. Oh, no. Which is really just teaching a dog, well, I can have whatever I want because this lady will take one thing and she'll give me something better. A treat, yeah. So yeah. we stop that out. You can also use the out command during play. You have dogs that are playing too rough, getting too invasive. You see a dog that's struggling like, hey, this dog's in my business and I can't handle it. Out. Mm-hmm. And the dog needs to remove itself, disengage, and take a time out. Take a moment. Right. And it slows it down. Yeah. Really gets them thinking. So, you know, I looked into several different trainers and we had one come out to the house and he was used to training police dogs and uh, service dogs, all kinds of service dogs. I didn't I didn't care for his techniques. But one thing I wanted to ask you was um, what are the advantages? I mean, I know what they are of your training versus. I don't know if I can call out. There's like like PetSmart or something like that, where you take you take the dog in and they teach you how to train it. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's a. Lot. I mean, there's there's behavioralist type mm-hmm. trainers that and and we tried that that and he he would kind of but he just didn't stick. Right. Um. All I can say is whatever it is you're doing, and I know you know you showed like with him having the prong collar is is just huge yeah he loves it it's like when I'll, i get it yeah. down I'll he comes over out. to me and the tail's wagging exactly yeah. it's, it's like, like oh that's that's mine you right know? And, yeah. and it's like we have communication it's kind mm-hmm. of like and i would compare it to you mentioned growing up on a farm i know you had horses i had horses um when you when you'd bridle your horse yeah. it just gave you that connection that, yes that slot you just need a nice soft touch and you yeah. got them and yeah. they were like thank you yeah well and they're calmer out in public yes it's almost like it it's a calming. Like a thunder jacket. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. It's like a Xanax. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. as often as I've heard that prong collars and e-collars and, you know, whatever mm-hmm. your tool of choice may be, ruins dogs, makes fearful dogs more fearful, aggressive dogs more aggressive, which is all complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It, it's it really how you is. use it. It really comes down to owner oper- or operator error. Yeah. And every time I go to put a prong collar on a dog or an e-collar on a dog or whatever it may be, the dog is excited because it means, hey, we're going to go get to do stuff. Oh, yeah. It's really weird. You'd think they'd be running, yeah, yeah. you know. I've never somewhere. had a dog hide from me or, or yeah. ooh, be afraid. Jack's like, going outside, and when I put him in the backyard, 
the way my yard is, my back fence, there's a road because I'm on a cul-de-sac. So I've got road on both sides. So people walk their dogs behind my house. And that's tough because they'll let their dog come right up to my fence. And, and if anything, even pee on my fence, mm-hmm. right? right? Cause they're back there walking on the Thank sidewalk. You very much. Right. And Jack's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and so <laughs> every time I put him out, I always put the e-collar on him before he goes out just so I can kind of like just a tap. And it's like, it goes from zero to a hundred and I rarely have it above 10. Right. Right. And I could wear it all day long on a 10 and not feel a darn thing. That's it. Nothing. And just kind of, and just a, it's just a, like, I'm, I'm here. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay. And he'll come back to the house. Like, did you see what that dog just did? (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's your off leash way to communicate with your dog. Dogs make mistakes. They are not perfect. We're not perfect. Right. But it's that communication that you have in case there is a, a misstep or a mistake. Now you mentioned a couple big box store Right. Trainer right. type situations. So this is my my opinion, but um, they don't know what they're doing. Right. Because everything's treat-based. Mm-hmm. Now, if they get a dog in where a treat doesn't work, they don't know what to do. Right. And I'm not against rewarding dogs with treats, or I don't use treats. I use dogs' actual food. Um, I'm not against that at all. We do it all the time. But... You got to phase that out at some point because the dog has got to understand this is what I need you to do. I'm not going to bribe you every time. Because the, the price keeps getting higher. It does. <laughs> so first it's a milk bone, then it's chicken, then it's steak, <laughs> then it's lobster, and then your dog's eating better than you are. And what the hell just happened? He's on the couch and he's not getting down. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, yeah, he's asking for a martini. You yeah. Know? Right? Uh, hey. hey, I'd like my steak rare this right. time. Yeah. What? You know, and, and I get it. The The premise of it is is fine and dandy. Um but also those those people in those big box chain store type deals, they're not trained. Like they, where's their experience? Right, and I would think there's a lot of turnover too. So you and never there know who's handling your dog yes. or teaching you. Yeah, and that frightens me mm-hmm. because just because somebody showed up for work, yeah. um, that means they're qualified for the job. Right. Yeah. And and no, um, so behavioralists. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm not here to dog or bash anybody, but. Um, I have never met a client in the years I've been doing this that has been to a behavioralist that it has worked. Because there's a reason they're at your door. Exactly. Um, You know, and kudos for everybody for trying, for reaching out, for searching for answers. Right. But you got to start to, first of all, you got to do your research on who you're hiring. And we put a ton out on social media. Like everybody knows what color my kitchen is because it's always on Facebook. It's true. You know, I, I, we're very transparent. You want to look for somebody like that, that is really putting out the stuff, not just pretty pictures and 40 paragraphs about, look what a great dog trainer I am because this dog is sitting pretty here. You know, like we show the nitty gritty, we show the mess, we show yeah. the real, because dog training is messy. You know, it's, it, it's work. Right. And we want to show it because we don't want people to think, oh, we send our dog to Julie for two weeks and my dog will be perfect and everything will be magically wonderful. You know, dogs struggle. We struggle. We want to show the struggle because that's a part of it. Right. Yeah. Watching the videos is huge because when they do do something wrong Mm -hmm. and to see your correction Mm -hmm. or how you would adjust. Yeah. That helps. Well, that's one thing I want to be sure and mention is your website. 
Oh, yeah. um, because you do give some tips. And um, I know with my dogs, you showed them when they first came in mm-hmm. and how they were pulling on the leash and not yep. paying attention. Yep. And then you showed the progress and it was like, wow. Yeah. And it didn't even take very long. No. No. It didn't take very, I would think it'd take like a year <laughs> I know. to and teach I, what you taught. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but this is like right here in my brain. Um, there, on the flip side, there are other trainers that will say, we, we need 40 sessions and it's going to take six months. That's where the behavioralists and the purely positive and the force-free trainers fall in is the amount of time. We recently had a dog in where a positive-only trainer said, it took four years for her dog oh my to get to just one point, not even where she wanted it to be, so that the owners of their dog could expect it to take probably four years. Who has Mm-mm. four years? Mm-mm. And in that four years, your dog's not getting better. It's getting worse. Right. So yeah. we cut the bullshit. We get right to the yeah. nitty gritty. And it isn't about me being angry mm, or upset. No, no, no. no. Uh, you never see me in any video like you know what's interesting? I don't mean off. to interrupt you, but you remind me of your mom a lot. Um, because your mom, um, she was always and and God bless her, I mean, seriously, just recently lost her, and I I I know, but growing up with her as a teacher, you had no doubt what your expectations were. <laughs> as a teacher, you had no doubt when you went Mrs. Starn's room, you knew this is where the expectations are, this is what you need to do, there is no shortcut. Exactly. Right. You have that same characteristic and that same the same uh, traits when it comes to working with the dogs, which the animals like, like kids, they like to know the rules. Exactly. Exactly. I always mm-hmm. say I am non-negotiable. <laughs> you know, a dog, I ask a dog to do something and they give me you know, pushback and they don't want to do it. I'm not going to stand there and go, okay, floofy, <laughs> if you do this, I'll give you this. You know, and 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 work around it, and you, nope, this is what we're going to do. Well, I also think that most people don't have the time to put in, or they get frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, um, it, you aren't coming in the house, or you aren't sitting, yeah. and well, sit's not that big a deal. Then I'm just going to give up on that, right? You know, so um, and people people get to the point mm-hmm. where they're they want to surrender their dog to a shelter or a right. rescue because they are. They're done. Yeah. They're stressed out. They've spent a ton of money on other kinds of training. Mm-hmm. And so I get phone calls where, where owners are skeptical. Yeah. You know, how do you differ? You know, yeah. can you really help us? Right. And, you know, after the, we communicate and we talk about it, you know, I let them know straight up if, if it's a good fit for me, if it's, if it's a good fit for them. Um, yeah, I always have hope for dogs, mm-hmm. and I always want to give a dog a chance. Right, you know, but uh, the owner has to be committed as well. So this is what I tell people: I've had people say to me, "Well, I feel kind of silly hiring a dog trainer." <laughs> you know, look, I hire an electrician. Exactly. I hire an attorney. I hire <laughs> um, a plumber. We recently had our whole sewer line redone and our all of our plumbing. <laughs> There's no way I could have even attempted to do that myself without dying. Right. That's, that's the truth. It's like you, the DIYers of the world, God bless you. Yeah. But, and we've said this before, there's a reason there's a phrase called Pinterest fail. Yes. Because (laughs) you see it and it's like, how come my cookies don't look like these? And you know, it's, you go to a pro and that's what they Mm -hmm. do and you have them do their deal. 
and then you are you aren't going to be the frustrated one, right? Right. Yeah. And we do the heavy lifting. You know, my accountant does does my heavy lifting and, and does my taxes and keeps me out of jail because I have no idea what I'm doing. Good point. I, hey, I got back a million dollars this year. Yeah. Did I add that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, four extra zeros. Shoot. Well, and I don't. I hope you don't mind me mentioning this. Can cut it out there, IT person, if necessary. But um, <laughs> Pat, the producer, yeah, who's just over there, like la la la. Um, <laughs> you know, and calling around to dog trainers and everything, and it is a little bit of an investment financially. Yes, it is. Um, well worth it. I know mm-hmm. that um, with your pricing, if it, it, it was way under, if I would have taken my dog somewhere and boarded her for, you know, mm-hmm. two or three weeks. Um, but it's like you do the boarding and the feeding and take care of them mm-hmm. and the training mm-hmm. on top of it. Mm-hmm. So it's a great value. I, it really is. I, maybe I'm biased, but <laughs> I think it is too. It's a huge value. Because it is 24-7. And I can't tell yeah. you guys, I have cameras on dogs if they're not mm-hmm. in the room with me. But I have literally, I had a dog in for three weeks with the worst case of separation anxiety I'd ever, ever seen. Mm. The The owners got home one day and they thought the dog was dead because there was so much blood. Oh, oh wow. And the yeah. dog had caused $11,000 worth of damage in the home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And bless these owners. Yeah. They, were, they were close to giving up at times, even close to giving up when they called me, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And we worked through it together. But... I had a camera on that dog 24-7. I did not sleep for those pretty much three weeks because it was my job you. to make sure that that – I'd catch a cat nap in the afternoon maybe, <laughs> maybe, or when Jeff got home. But literally, I, I had my phone, and I watched some of the crappiest Lifetime movies so I could stay awake. <laughs> but I had to make sure that that dog was safe. And I pay attention to what goes in a dog, but I also pay very close attention to what comes out. What does the urine look like? What does the stools look like? I found some very interesting things in dog's poop. <laughs> and I put on my gloves. <laughs> and you're like, oh my goodness, and, what do and we And I have start here? sifting through, and I pieced together four foot of a leash one time oh my that a gosh. dog had swallowed. Yeah. Oh my God, that's yeah. dangerous. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. Crayons, crayons are really oh. entertaining when you see them out in the yard. It's like, oh, you okay. know. Yeah. Where's the rest of this? <laughs> yeah. Where's the rest of my box of 64? Exactly. <laughs> I got 62. <laughs> nope. Yes. Well, Julie, I want to thank you for coming on today. It's done. It's done. Gosh, we could just do this all day long. You lived. And JT, thank you for sitting in. Oh, absolutely. Thank Um, you for asking me. Could I just mention one thing? Sure. Or in my my band? Go right ahead. Okay, go ahead. So um, I really want to thank my husband because he, he really, really has been a rock. And it's very trying because he works a full time job. And then he comes home and, you know, I'm still working and, and he, he has to help sometimes. But so thank you to Jeff and my training assistant, Lily, yeah. who she's awesome. She is absolutely amazing. And she's 20 now. We started when she was nine working together and she helped me at the dog pound, the Ashland dog pound. But to see her growth in she's these so years, with the animals. she so instinctually has a gift. Now, whether she'll go on to be a dog trainer or, or whatever she chooses to do, whatever she chooses to do, she's going to be a rock star. But to watch her grow, like we would do homes, go home sessions with dogs. And when she was younger, she would just stand back and, and watch. She wouldn't say anything. She was pretty shy about stuff. Now she's 
diving in and she's engaging with clients and she's working dogs with the clients. It's, it's just been an amazing thing to see and I'm trying not to cry, yeah, but yeah. Well, you, um, think you guys think the world of each special. other. I mean, you yeah. guys are family. She, we, we are, we're family. And mm-hmm. you know, she had great faith in me when I started this business. Cause anybody knows starting a business is tough, tough, yeah, tough, tough Bingo. stuff. So <laughs> anyway, and, and to my yes. mom and dad, even though mom didn't think dog training was a real life <laughs> career, um, my dad always believed in me and I know he's still with me today. Cheer me on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I believe that too. Yeah. Um, you want to mention your website? Oh, www.goodddecisionsdogtraining.com. You can also send me an email to julie at goodddecisionsdogtraining.com. You can give me a call at 402-521-1234. I love talking to people on the phone. I get really good insight when I actually speak mm-hmm. to somebody and right. here. Sure. Well, and I'll just say real quick before I brought Jack to you, I hadn't spoken to you since probably high school forever. Like, right. We, we went to high school together, a grade school, high school yeah, together, all of it. I grew up in the same town. And, um, so it was like a reintroduction for us mm-hmm. and you were probably, and by the same token, you had to figure out who I was now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what kind of, what my expectations were. Wow. And I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. I hadn't talked to her since high school. No. Um, and- yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But I'm so glad I am too. Yeah. That was and, absolutely a, absolutely a win situation. <laughs> yeah, and 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 yeah. the beauty part is is that a lot of my clients, um, you know, I don't just send dogs home and say, okay, I never want to talk to you again. Right. We stay with the dog for the life of the dog, so you, people can always reach back out to me. But some of my clients, well, a lot of them actually, we've become really good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you can tell, follow on Facebook also. Oh yeah. Because that's where all her videos are. We're all over Facebook. I'm trying to do Instagram, but I'm, I'm not real savvy at stuff. So (laughs) I'm I'm trying. Your Facebook is phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. There's a lot of videos. And and actually that's what I had wanted to mention. Hop on there. Take a look at Julie's work. It's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I I tell her, I tell everybody when they reach out at first, please visit our website. Mm -hmm. And please view our videos on Facebook because that will tell you who we are and what we do. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. No glitz or glam, man. <laughs> I just hold my jeans fun. and messy hair. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you both again. Thank you. And thank you. I want to thank our listeners for turning into the bullpen. A Parkville Media Production.